Ah, we here. Big fish shit. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to the podcast. Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all learn something. And most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get uh-huh. it. Big fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get them cats going top, but we don't feel shit. We just giving y'all gems y'all can live with. Elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit. Finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops. First get the bread up and buy back the whole block. Ten toes down, we ain't never gonna stop. I'm a man of my word, I ain't never gonna flop. If I said it, then I meant it. Real ones gonna respect it, and it's still OG. It's in me, I represent it. Ew, ew. <laughs> y'all know what it is. Big Fish shit. We got our OG Big Fish podcast coming to y'all with another one. <sighs> we got a real one on our hands. And of course, you know, got to start off the show before I get into it. Thanking everybody that's following, listening, sharing with your friends and family. Like we say, that's all it's about uh, having those conversations. You know, whether or not you agree 100%, disagree 100%, it's just important for us to come to the table and speak on a lot of these topics. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. And I think the topic of this show, you know, sometimes I don't even, you know, know what the name of the topic's going to be. You know, got to find some clickbait throughout the show uh, just so people, you know, click on it, you know, get them excited, get them going, get the blood flowing before they even really listen. Uh, However, the topic that I'll choose right now is I blame men. Once again, I blame men. And what am I talking about? All right. So as I look around at our culture, um, it's, it's really backwards. It's disgusting. And it's not conducive to us moving in a positive direction. And I used to be this is this is probably going to shock a lot of people because I've had a lot of conversations with different people, you know, talking about, you know, the likes of, you know, what Kevin Samuels thinks about this and that and what this person thinks about it. And I always used to not necessarily be on a side, but just say, like, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, whether I'm talking to my homegirls or not, that, you know, women need to change um, if they want particular outcomes and all of this came with the understanding you know similar to Kevin Samuels how he was talking to men first Um, but all of this comes with the understanding that um, men obviously you know have a lot to work on as well Um, however the conversations that I would mostly have are with women so therefore you know it kind of centered around that but where I've gotten to the point, and I've always acknowledged the the areas and responsibilities where men have fell short, but now I've just completely just gone to only focusing on the men and why men are the leaders. We're the leaders. And leadership obviously sets the standard. It sets the culture for the entire group. So I no longer focus on, you know, why the group is not moving in a positive direction. I just place blame on the leadership. Now, sometimes leaders have an exceptionally hard job. 
and it's not always easy. It actually can be very hard, especially if you're moving people to get out of their comfort. Um, it can be very hard to move people in a direction that they don't necessarily want to go in and that may not be as quote unquote fun for them and enjoyable. With all that said, it doesn't matter. It's on the leader. People follow what's cool. So therefore, if you need to get people to follow something that you're doing, you have to make it look cool. It just is what it is. You have to make it look enjoyable and fun for certain groups. You know, for others, you may be able to just tell them like, hey, this is just what's best for us. So therefore, you should do it. And people will grasp that. But most of the times, people are the sheep. People are the sheep and are always going to move in a direction that the masses are moving in and that they perceive as being more comfortable. And what's more comfortable is what you're already doing. The problem is what we're currently doing is messing up our entire culture and it's messing up our future generations. So once again, I blame men. Now, what I'm going to do right now is get into, I made a, I usually, you know, write a little outline or just write down a couple points that I don't want to miss because obviously a lot of these conversations are experiences that I'm going through, conversations that I'm having throughout the week, month, whatever. And this was all sparked with a visit to my aunts and uncles, some of my other cousins down in Myrtle Beach. I can't say it was sparked by them, but it really just kind of opened up my eyes a lot when I went down there and visited them. And without making it personal or anything like that, I mean, it's not, it is what it is. But it, it, it started to help me realize why certain things are the way they are. And just like in the last podcast, um, I always mess up the quote. So let me actually, let me try to find it real quick. But it, it's the same quote that um, you know, I've, I've said plenty of times where hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. So, uh, you know, this is kind of, I guess, an extension of, you know, that podcast in a lot of ways, but the focus just primarily on men and where we failed our people, uh, and particularly, you know, our sons and daughters. So, I blame men. Now, let me go down this list of what non-existent or soft, what I call them, soft fathers have created, all the problems that they've created. And first, I'm going to focus on women. Um, so what these non-existent or soft fathers have created, lacking leadership, these type of fathers, um, what they've created in women. So women now have to grow up with no understanding of a man. That's how a man operates, um, how a man communicates, um, different things, how a man leads, all of these different things. They have no concept. No, there's no understanding of what a man is in their household that loves them and that loves their family and that is providing a leadership role in their family. Uh, their understanding is only outside the household. And we all understand how, I mean, I mean that's, that's part of the problem, a lack of a lack of a lot of these this leadership in the household so therefore it just leaves our kids to just look for that leadership in other areas outside of our household which in a lot of cases are those negative influences so no understanding of a man resentful to any stern leadership 
or direction from men. All right, resentful to any stern leadership or direction from men. So I, this, this comes across a lot where, like I said, if you have no understanding of how a man leads, how a man communicates, and a man that has your best interest at heart, that loves you, then when you get older and let's say you're in a relationship and your husband, your boyfriend, your significant other, hopefully your husband, you know, you're not going to understand. You're going to take how they communicate with you and how they lead as them trying to put you down or them being too like, oh, my God, you're being too aggressive. Um, you're going to automatically fall back into that victim mode where it's, you know, why is this person talking to me this way? Um, I don't communicate that way because and obviously there's certain instances where, you know, person shouldn't be communicating with you too aggressively however because you've never understood like your spectrum like you have no understanding of how a man leads so therefore any direction that a man encourages you to go in that you're not comfortable with or that you may not be used to you're going to take as somebody either disrespecting you or you know why, why are you why won't you just let me live like why are you trying to control me all these different things it, it, it just happens because you have never had a man you've never fallen under a man's leadership that loved you and if you never played sports then you maybe in a lot of cases you know if you didn't have a lot of male teachers or male coaches then you may have never fallen under a, ma a man's leadership with the exception of perhaps your boss and we see this all the time where women and people in general, actually, but since we're just focusing on women, where you'll speak to your significant other and communicate with him in a way that's so disrespectful. And they're your partner, right? They're your however you define it. They're your, the one that you love and are building with. But you'll talk to that person in a more disrespectful manner than you will your boss who just uses you, you know, uses you for a role. Has no, he's not trying to help build your family legacy. That's not your partner. That's not the person that you're laying down with every night, figuring out different problems, um, figuring out different solutions to how you can uh, move the family forward. And think about that. So that lack of leadership in the household growing up, that lack of male leadership sets the tone for how you view male leadership for the rest of your life, especially when it comes to your significant other. Let's continue going down the list. Non-existent soft fathers have created women to grow up thinking that they don't need a man. You know, a lot of times they just see their, their mothers raising them. They see their mom holding it down without any man in the, in the household. So therefore, they feel like, shit, I don't need a man either. If I can do bad all by myself, if I can hold it down by myself, why well, bring a man in? You know, it's just going to be more fun. I could just run stuff how I want to. I don't have to worry about somebody else getting involved in the picture. I'll just do it by myself. And that's the thinking that a lot of women grow up with because they don't understand how powerful it is that union between a man and a woman. Um, when you have that, that you know, we always talk about 
I'm not getting into this, but the, the patriarch, you know, having a, a, a strong male leader in the family, they don't understand that because they haven't seen it. They don't understand what that can do, how that can progress a family for generations. All right. Women to grow up feeling spoiled and entitled. You know, that's especially true with, you know, the soft fathers that we'll call, you know, the fathers that will never, ever, you know, of course, you're supposed to be, of course, you're raising a daughter. I get it. You're not going to raise your daughter like your son. I don't think that you should. However, you should also not just allow your daughter to, you know, your daughter can do no wrong. You know, you don't correct your daughter. You don't tell your daughter um, what may be expected in her when she becomes a wife, which you would expect in a wife. And therefore, you just raise her to feel like she doesn't have to have any responsibility, any accountability. All she has to do is be the pretty little princess that you that you um, raised her to be, you know, or, or lack thereof, um, told her that she was, you know, gave her the whole Disney fantasy. And now she really grows up thinking that's true. So that she, she grows up feeling spoiled and entitled. And, and by spoiled and entitled, I, I mean that I, I hope every woman gets an amazing life provided to them or however she has it, you know, but you have to, you know, that's only if you deserve it. Like, let's let's be clear. Just every woman doesn't ex deserve an amazing man. Like, shouldn't you have to be amazing as well to to get amazing? Don't you have to give amazing? So I feel like that's what's missing. Not I feel, we don't say, we don't care about feelings, but that is what's missing. The fact that we're only giving them one side of how they should be treated and we're not focusing on, you know, these type of fathers don't focus on, well, how you should be treating and how they as a father want to be treated, right? There's two sides to the coin. But these specific type of fathers only focus on one. So therefore, these daughters grow up and they feel that they're, they shouldn't necessarily have to bring much to the table. Um, you know, but the, the entire table should be built and provided for them. And, and then whatever else needs to be put on the table. It's just it, it's it's ridiculous um, and it, it just makes no sense. But for whatever reason, you know, especially in the black culture, it's something that just has been accepted as the norm all right let's continue going all right so wanting and or feeling the need to become men in their qualities wanting to be men non-existent soft fathers have created a situation where women grow up feeling that they need to become men or wanting to become men very oh i don't i never had no man provide for me you gotta and then their, their mom is telling them you gotta be strong you got to be a leader. You got to be a go-getter. You got to be ambitious. You got to be this. You got to be that. And a lot of these are masculine qualities. You know, and a lot of these qualities are, are more preaching for independence. They're, they're teaching you how to be independent, but teaching you how to be independent does not necessarily teach you how to be codependent as a team. As a, two teammates, if you play a team sport, then everybody's codependent on each other. That, that's the whole concept of no I in team. So therefore, if you're a team, why are we only why, why are we promoting our daughters to be independent? And I get it. 
You know, I speak to a lot of women. They feel like, well, hey, that's how we were, we were brought up. We were brought up to not feel that we could rely on a man. So therefore, we had to be this way. Like I said, this all goes back. Everything that I'm saying, because I could probably feel, especially women listening to this right now, that I'm targeting you. No, let me be very clear. Let's go back to the initial topic of this. I blame men. Men are at fault for creating this, this norm in you, in our women. All right. You should not feel the need to. You should never have to say, oh, well, my mom had to be the, the father as well. Or, or, you know, that's how I was brought up. I couldn't rely on a, a father. So therefore, I had to do everything by myself. That's that's like I said, that's our fault. You should never have to feel that way. All right. Lacking accountability. Women grow up lacking accountability because they've never had a father brave enough or even there in the first place to tell them you're wrong. This was not right. You shouldn't have done this. And just that simple. It, it's, it's crazy. I'm laughing because it's crazy. But if you've never had a father hold you accountable then how can you expect your quote unquote teammate, partner, leader, man, whatever you want to call your your significant other? How can you expect how, how can he hold you accountable? If your father who you let's say you're 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 supposed to move from his covering to, you know, your your husband's covering. But if he, he you grew up your entire life with the number one man in your life that you love and that you feel loves you the most never holding you accountable, then how can another man or how can you even hold yourself accountable? All right, moving on. Women to grow up just confused and thinking that you should become a hot girl and all this other stuff and all this other goofy stuff, how to move. You got women in their 30s and 40s moving like they're in their teenage years. Uh, you know, trying to be hot girls and all this stuff because you never understood that you never understood what a man is attracted to because your father never kept it real with you. You know, your father, said, oh, you should go out, you know, have fun, you know, do this date, enjoy your life, you know. Do all right, cool. Now, are you promoting your daughter to be, become the type of woman that you would want as a wife? Or is it just easier for you? To just tell her to just do whatever she wants to do. And now when she's brought up that way, she's going to continue that. Because in her mind, she's not doing anything wrong. She's doing it all right. Her mom's telling her shit. You don't need to be no, hey, have your fun. Do your thing. Collect your bodies. You know, get as much. Like, that's really what's going on right now. Use men for this, that. You don't need to. That's all you need them for. They're just confused. And I think that's probably going to finish the list when I go down the men's list as well. Just, we're just confused. So let's get to the men. All right. When you have non-existent soft fathers, you know, what does that, what, what does that do to men? What exactly does that do to men? So for me... Just as I said, you know, it, it, it encourages the, the women or, or makes them grow up spoiled. It does the same thing for men. We, we, we're raising spoiled little brats. 
who feel entitled as well, who don't want to work hard, no work ethic. They have no understanding of being a man. They resent male authority because their father either wasn't in their life or was soft on them. Or if they weren't in their life, they probably just resent them. So therefore, they grow up just resenting any other type of male authority. And they push back. They have no concept of they lack every single leadership quality because they've never seen a man lead. All right. Women and men are different. No. As a woman, no, you cannot raise a man. OK, you're the exception. You raise some good men. All right, cool. But we deal with the rule here. We deal with the majority. I, I don't think a man can raise a woman. So why are so many women feeling like, yes, you've had to do it out of necessity. However, that's not ideal for that young boy that you're raising. He lacks work ethic. He always has a victim mentality. All right. And as I'm going through all these, it, it's very similar to the women. So that's why I'm not I've, I'm being a little bit more direct without explaining possibly, you know, the men's. But I feel like I can be more direct and I need to be more direct when, when I'm talking about with the men. Uh, this this victim mentality that men grow up. Oh, my God, the, the white supremacy. And, and it's so hard out here for me, bro. Nobody wants to hear that. That's not being a man. All right. If you're a true competitor, then you don't you just compete. You compete. All right. And if and if people think you're not as good, use it to your advantage. True competitors use every perceived weakness to their advantage to become a strength of theirs. That's what they do. You find a way. Our boys growing up with this soft, not only soft mentally. Where you could just get broken, you, you fail, you, you, you lose or you fail once and then you're, you're heartbroken. I don't want to. Ah. That soft men, that, that mentality, it's disgusting to see that in our young boys. It's disgusting to see them just give up at the first sign of something getting rough, something getting tough. And then that's not, we're just talking about the mental, the physical. Look at our men. Look at our boys. Soft. Growing up with no ambition to want to be the strongest in the room. To want to have a nice physique. These are stuff that this is natural. Like I said, I told you, I watch a lot of medieval shows. I, I, I watch a lot of shows that show how life was back in the day. I watch a lot of nature shows. We've been spoiled to the point where just the wanting to be in shape to, pr to protect you yourself first and foremost, but then to protect your family as well. We're dealing with guys that don't even can't do a push-up, can't do a pull-up. You go to the gym, you see more women getting after it than men. It's crazy. Men looking terrible, bad bodies, out of shape. Can't, can't breathing all heavy like when you're walking fast. We gotta tighten up. Our mental and our physical. Now, I'm not saying every every man's got to be a bodybuilder or, you know, anything else, but push yourself. You should constantly challenge yourself. And that's and that goes back to the last episode. As soon as we get out of that survival mode, we just content with just sitting on the couch, not doing anything. But back in the day, when you had to hold stuff down physically. And a man can take. 
anything from you, your woman, your 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 property, anything from you, just with their physical presence, then it was a necessity. But we've lost that because we don't understand that there's a lot that comes with even if you just talk about the mental. Taking care of the physical plays into the mental. Whether that's knowing how to push through when things get hard, whether that's uh, uh, that that understanding that. That, that confidence that comes along with with changing your body, with competing and understanding that, hey, there's certain things that I can do physically that provide a certain level of confidence for me when I just walk in the room. My presence. We've lost track of all that. We've it, it's like it doesn't even matter. And that's when men grow up with these soft fathers or not existent. And it's disgusting. And that sets the tone, if you are the leader in your family, that sets the tone for the entire family. To not want to take care of your health, your fitness, what's going into your body. Ugh. Men, okay, so let's go down the list. Demonstrating women qualities. Just like I said, women are out here either wanting to or feeling the need to have these masculine qualities Men are growing up demonstrating women qualities, wanting to be taken care of. Cool with just sitting sitting on the couch playing video games while your shorty goes to work, while your wife goes to work. All these different. No, this is not okay. As a man, you have to work. You have to work. And all of this circles back to, I said I was going to, you know, probably end it with being confused. But all that confusion leads to. Or, or, or is a part of just us lacking our purpose as men. What is our purpose? It's always been the same from a primitive state. Nature, look at animal. What is our purpose? Protect and provide. What are we protecting and providing? We can't protect anything because our mind's off. We have no money. Physically, we're out of shape. We have no support system. We have no strong network that if something goes wrong, then we have we have at least a group of people that can help. You know, we can lean on for support. That's a form of protection. And then we can't provide anything. Look at what women. That's why women talking shit, talking about I can do bad on my mind. I can do the same thing with without without a man with a man because we don't provide anything. We don't provide a certain life for, for women. To help to, to make them feel comfortable being in their full feminine selves. But if we don't if we don't provide that, they're never going to feel comfortable. That's why you hear them saying, hey, this is out of necessity. Like I have to shoot. I got to hold it down on my own. Who else is going to do it? My boyfriend, my husband that's sitting on the couch. That's content. And with the lack of purpose, there's that lack of ambition. A, a non-ambitious man like that that's a oxymoron like that's you can't like you you can't lack purpose and ambition and call yourself a man nobody's gonna respect it women don't respect it you know of course you get some women who you know may be the strongest or i, I don't know they they respect it they 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 tolerate it for a little bit and cool but it, it, let, let time go by they're not gonna respect you 
not working, not putting in the same level of effort that they are, and you're just okay with that. They'll respect it until they come across another man who's ambitious, who has a bigger purpose, who's a go-getter. That's they're gonna respect it until they meet somebody like that. Now, how are they gonna how how is a man even gonna feel comfortable with you just being soft mentally, physically? Sitting on the couch, no ambitious, no purpose. And then your girl is going out there in the workforce, going out there doing her thing. Imagine the type of men she's meeting. Men that get up early, take care of their body, take care of their mental. In shape. Ambitious. Want more. Want to protect and provide for their family. Real leaders. Like, we're so... It's bad. And, and and why I said that all of this, you know, I started off saying that all of this kind of was sparked by uh, not sparked, but it just kind of put things into perspective when I went to go visit my family. And I noticed y'all keeping it real that this is a real thing that it's not just a talking point on YouTube. The lack of male leadership. I've seen how it hurts my family. I've seen how women being in controlling roles and leadership roles is not good for my family. Just I'm being real. And and I'm talking specifically about my family, but come on now, like if we're being real with it, we know how this goes. It, women in my family manipulating certain situations, you know, not not doing stuff that's only you know, right for their particular immediate family, not understanding the greater purpose, you know, not committing to the greater purpose of the entire family. It's just, it's just bad. And men just sitting back, just being like, having no input with certain stuff, not leading the family, not being strong leaders that can lead the family, not putting your foot down when your foot needs to be put down and holding people accountable. And accepting the responsibility that comes along with leading a family. And I, I just, I'm like, yo, where did this, where did this, what happened? Like, where did this separation come from? Like, I, I don't know. And I, I talked to my dad about it. I said, yo, I, you know, in a lot of ways, granddad's at fault. You know, he never explained certain stuff to you. He may have thought that it was just okay to just make sure that you had food on the table. We have these basic standards where... We said, well, at least, you know, I never I never went without a meal. Like, damn, that's the standard of, of being a good man. Just making sure that your kids don't go without a meal. And I get it. Times have changed, but we need to ad adapt as well with those times. So our standards needs to adapt. Like, yo, teach a man how to be a man. Teach your son how to be a, a son. You, so what? You're tired from working. You have to talk to your kid. You have to spend time with your son. Because how are they going to take things and elevate things to another level if we never have the, that communication? That means women, that means the, the, the mom is just raising them. And, it's, and that's not fair. That's not fair for the, for the mom. You know, she can nurture, she can do, you know, there's different roles that we need to provide. And I feel like that's where a lot of us fall short, where there's no understanding. All this goes back to there's, there's confusion with the roles. There's confusion with the roles. And as you all know, I always, you know, a lot of times I, I go take it back to sports. When there's confusion with roles, 
That is going to lead to a terrible team. All right? When everybody wants to do the same thing, what, what team sport requires everybody to do the same thing? Most team sports, that's why you have different positions. A point guard does not do the same thing that a center does. A quarterback does not do the same thing that a nose tackle does. Everybody plays their role to the best of their ability. Go back to the Patriots. Do your job. That's why that's my favorite mantra. Do your job. What's, what's the role that you need to provide to put us in the best possible position to win? Do that to the best of your ability. Become obsessed with doing that to the best of your ability. And allow everybody on the team to hold themselves accountable and allow you know everybody to be held accountable by each other as well. Because that comes into play. And that's needed at times. But so it's just it's just sad. And this is why I really feel like, you know, especially, you know, there's a lot of things that are crashing. You know, this this entire country, um, the culture of our country is changing. And, you know, the emasculation of men where a lot of people are just getting finessed to, you know, stand beside certain groups and you don't even believe in their concepts. You know, like I, I, I talk to so many men who you know they may not like republicans or i don't like this you know what do you mean like look at it what's in your best whatever we're not getting into this we've already talked about this but you will not like a certain group for emotional reasons meanwhile the whole time when i look at your principles when i look at your values when i look at your morals they all align with the group that you just don't fuck with just because of emotional stuff and you will passionately fight for a group that when you go down the list, do not have the same principles, morals, values, belief system, all these different things as you. And that's another part about being a man, learning how to remove the emotion from a situation and look at every decision that needs to be made from a logical standpoint. That's what being a man is. Moving with logic. Not letting emotions distract you. And this is, y'all probably like, dang, he getting emotional right now. No, I'm just getting passionate. I'm just passionate about this. I'm just passionate about this because I see how it affects our younger generations um, with our past generations and current generations not accepting the responsibility and taking accountability to put us in the best possible position to flourish and to establish generational you know we all talk about generational wealth but what about generational principles generational values generational morals all right that that's what allows you to have the you know the the, the great legacy and the generational wealth but we got to focus on the x's and o's first the execution and a lot of that starts with men we are the leaders whether or not you want to be a leader, it doesn't matter. We are the leaders and we have to lead by example with an overall purpose that everybody else in the family can respect. And that starts with our women respecting it. And for women to respect what a man is, that starts with as a man, when you have a daughter, that has to be that has to be shown and demonstrated to her. 
All right. Because our daughters, just like our, our boys, our, our, our daughters and sons, we're all molded. You know, like pe some people believe in, in nature. Um, however, you know, a lot of this is nurture. You know, a lot of this is environmental. You know, you and, and that's just been proven. That's science. And like I said, we'll always have exceptions, but we deal with the rules. We deal with the majorities. All right. Every rule has an exception. But I don't base you don't base standards on exceptions. All right. You understand exceptions. You can acknowledge exceptions. However, we have to do what's in the greatest. What's going to give us the best possible chance to be great for the most of us. That's what we have to focus on. All right. So I'm going back to it. I blame men. I blame men. It, it's it's destroyed our, our boys. You know, men, soft, non-existent dads or fathers, whatever you want to call it, have destroyed our little girls and our little boys growing up. And they've really just destroyed the family. They've destroyed our family. All right. So. I don't know. Y'all can uh y'all can maybe sit with this for a little bit. You know, and as as you're sitting with it, you know, you you tell me, tell yourself what you observe. You know, you tell me what you observe and once again I have to go back. You know, I know this started off with you know me talking about the women, you know, I, I'm not when it comes to our sons and our daughters, we are at fault. For them not being properly prepared for life, which includes relationships with each other. And these are things that, you know, I've gone through, that I've witnessed. Um, these, these are just real things. And, and you see that there's not too, too many things that just happen just because or just by accident. You know, like when people say everything happens for a reason, people tend to use that as Oh, well, this is why this is good. I'm not saying that everything happens for a reason as in justifying something. I'm saying that there's cause and effect. <laughs> so if you water a plant, if you provide it with the right amount of sunlight, it's probably going to grow better than a plant that you don't water it, don't provide it any sunlight, and don't give it um, the, the nutrients that it needs you know, the environment that it needs to grow and flourish. Whew. Fellas, let's step it up, man. So please make sure that y'all share this. You know, give, give me a little grace, man. Give me a little grace when it comes to a lot of these topics. Give me a little grace um, just so we can get to an understanding because what grace provides is uh, it, it, it allows us to confront the situation in the least co confrontational way where it allows us to just more so move towards a space of understanding you know us coming together and, and getting to a common understanding so we can all move forward rather than us trying to prove who's right or wrong all right so extend a little grace share this with your family friends you know significant others make sure that you like it and I just appreciate you all. You all come here and I look at, I'll be honest, I look at the stats and the retention, it has a retention rate and it's been 100% every week. 
So that means that people are coming back and listening. And I appreciate you all because, shoot, I'm um, I'm I'm humbled all the time. Well, just not even humble. I'm just appreciative uh, all the time when people will just sit there and listen to my opinion on something. You know, listen to my my truth on a particular topic. And like I said, all, I'm constantly evolving. So how I feel right now may be different. You know, with with new things that I learned, with different circumstances, different environmental factors, a lot of my opinions may change. But you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna wait until what am I gonna wait until I die to say like uh, things are always gonna change. So therefore, you should always evolve, and you shouldn't just wait until you know you feel most comfortable to give your feedback. You know, that's that's what's gonna keep us from progressing rather than us coming together. And developing a common understanding and a common purpose and, and buying into that common purpose. Uh, that's what's going to allow us to flourish. So, ooh, ooh, big fish shit. As always, strength and honor. And um, let's get to it today like we get to it any other day. Y'all have a good one. Ooh, ooh. Ha, we here. Big fish shit. Ooh, ooh. Welcome to the podcast. Hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all learn something. And most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get uh-huh. it. Big fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get them cats going top, but we don't feel shit. We just giving y'all gems y'all can live with. Elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit. Finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops. First get the bread up, then buy back.